Greetings, my friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, in the life of your family, in the life of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, are we ready? Let's get started. You know, this is episode number 48. Number 48. I can hardly believe that the episodes are piling up. We're going to be here at 50 here pretty soon. Two more weeks and we'll be at episode number 50. Can you believe that? That just blows me away sometimes. We've had over 2,000, let's see, 2,600 downloads of our episodes. Pretty cool. This title, this episode, number 48, is titled... Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. It's found in Ephesians 4.30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Whew, man, I'm off and flying. I just got this. I just pushed the button and I am rolling. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, we record these shows after writing the Sunday prayer letter. Uh, this is Saturday afternoon, actually Saturday evening. It's about 6.03. 6.03 p.m. on Saturday, it's uh, February 13th, here in Boulder, Colorado. It is about zero degrees outside, it's snowing, and it is crunchy, crunchy snow. I can hear the cars drive by occasionally, and they go crunch, crunch, crunch with their tires. It is frigid, so tomorrow's church will be not the normal church service. But today, we are involved in a Sunday prayer letter that will go out tomorrow morning. Sunday morning, it'll go out live, and uh, it'll touch many, many people's lives, and I pray it'll touch many lives for years to come. They all go, all these letters go into a sequential file system. What that means is every letter goes into a file that when you sign up to or you subscribe to a Sunday letter, to a Sunday prayer letter, our list, let's say, uh, you start at letter number one, and it goes then two and three, and you just sequentially go through the all the letters. And every letter, it starts off slow for the first five, six, or seven letters, and then it begins to build steam, begins to build upon itself, and you can see that there is a growing of the Sunday prayer letters. I kept it that way because if I, if I just dump people right into what we're doing today— people would just be overwhelmed with what's going on. However, if you start with letter number one, which is really an easygoing letter, and then you just allow you, every week, every Sunday morning, you read that letter, then if you want to, down the bottom of the letter, you'll see that it says, if you want to listen or read the current Sunday prayer letter as of this date, uh, go to our website, and you'll see the current letter as of uh, as of tomorrow morning, <laughs> tomorrow morning, Sunday. And uh, so you have a chance to read the first letters and the last letters, right? First and last. And uh, you'll always kind of have that momentum going along, and it'll be good for you. It'll be good for you. Um, and, uh, you know, I know some people don't ever read. After a while, they stop reading the original letters or the first few letters, and they just read the one that's on the website. But I still encourage everyone to read that first letter and the second letter and just kind of go on through because I think they're there for a reason because 
I asked the Holy Spirit, do I, should I count, should I delete all these letters? And he said, no, leave them all there. And so that must be a reason that I am not fully aware of. And um, because we're not fully aware of, we, as Paul said, we see through a glass darkly. So these Sunday prayer letters are written, and then I do a podcast using the letter as a script. And uh, we'll just get right into the letter, and it says at the top of the letter, it says, Greetings, my friend. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending us, your children, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we love you. We really do. There is just something about you that captures our attention and our love and our adoration for you. Help us, Holy Spirit, to do what the Scripture tells us. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. We suppose that is why we are praying and reading this new Sunday prayer letter. It is because of you that we are learning so much about our wonderful Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you have provided for us. Thank you for your continuous intercession for the saints. We love you, Lord Jesus, and in your name we pray. Amen. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. This is the title of the seed sown, and it's in Luke 8, 11, where it says, the King, the King James, it says, The seed is the Word of God. And the Word of God for this letter is found in Ephesians 4.30 in the King James Bible. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Just before I was to sit down and begin writing this Sunday prayer letter, <clears throat> I spent many hours with the Holy Spirit as He was helping me finish up the first print of the new GEC Truth Study Notebook. And now, this new edition is at the publisher. It will go to press on Monday, and I'll probably receive the uh, proof copy in about two weeks or so. And from here, we will work with several of our dedicated partners and finalize the next print, or rather the final copy of the first print. All this is due to my work and fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and this is why this letter is being written today. Let's begin. <clears throat> Many times we do things without ever considering the Holy Spirit. Okay, now read this previous sentence very slowly, or rather listen to this sentence very slowly. Many times we do things without ever considering the Holy Spirit. Do you get it? You see, this is what the Holy Spirit wants to talk about. Too many of his saints grieve him, and they don't even recognize it, nor even are aware of what is going on. How sad. Why is this? Well, for one reason, we as earth dwellers <laughs> are on a different timeline. That's right. We are speeding along on our earthly timeline for what we think is the goals or finish line that is just ahead of us or even towards what we think is what God wants us to do, all the while not giving the Holy Spirit a moment of our time, other than a brief nod of our head or a quick thanks, or even a slight mention in our prayers. This ought not to be so, my friends. Before we go any further 
in our letter. This letter is different. Like every letter is different. In our previous Sunday prayer letter, we talked about the title, Let the Dead Bury Their Dead, which is based upon the scripture Luke 9.60 in the King James Bible. If you haven't read or listened to the podcast, this would be a great location to stop here and go over and read or listen to it. Why do I say to go back and read or listen? My friend, how the Holy Spirit is developing these series of letters is important. In the beginning, we don't see what the Holy Spirit is doing. We just move by faith. Then after a while, and sometimes a very long while, what the Holy Spirit is creating begins to appear. However, this won't appear if we are not moving by faith. Because, if not, then we are moving by our flesh. In this way, we will never see what the Holy Ghost is doing. Can you see how and why it is so important to be filled with the Holy Ghost? When these scriptures are truly answered, we will move forward in our life. What I mean is, when we surrender to the Spirit of God, There are things that God does in our life and our spirit and our mind that sets us up to receive all that God has for his saints. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In this Sunday prayer letter, we're going to briefly talk about the title of the seed, Grieve Not the Holy Spirit of God. And in this, we will see a clearer vision of what God is doing in our life and why God is doing this in our life. Are you ready? Let's go. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Yes, I do realize that these letters could seem like a lot of repetition. However, they really are not. When we plant seeds, oftentimes we must plant several seeds in the same hole. Why? Because... Some of the seeds, for whatever reason, will not take hold and grow. For a physical example of this, my grandfather used to grow palm trees for the San Gabriel Nursery. He would grow dozens and dozens of palms in his yard in San Gabriel, California, on San Gabriel Boulevard on the top of the hill in the the pink block house on the left when going up the hill. (laughs) It's the one with all the palm trees in front. It really was a beautiful place. This is where I lived in my third grade while I was recuperating from scarlatina fever, which I had almost died from, actually within 12 hours of the end of my life. I talked about this in my Sunday preaching video on Friday in Denver. Uh, That was dated February 5th, 2021. You can find that on youtube.com forward slash and my name, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E, John Shuck. My grandfather would plant five palm seeds in every hole, which were in one-gallon metal containers. And guess what? Only one palm plant would grow out of this. I always found that to be amazing. Five seeds, one tree. Why is that? I don't know. God knows the answer. So now I can hear people saying, Okay, John, what does all this have to do with grieve not the Holy Spirit of God? And this Sunday prayer letter. You see, 
it takes a great, great, great amount of patience to work with and fellowship and communion with the Holy Ghost. As it takes much, much more time for a palm tree to go, so it takes much time to grow our relationship with the Spirit of God. Yes, I know. We immediately receive the Spirit when we are born again. However, there is more, much, much more than just being born again. This is only the beginning. (laughs) Amen. Here's where many Christians don't give it the time needed to the Spirit to develop their spirit. I see new believers receive their salvation and they go running down the road hollering, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved at last. Then the devil steps out from around the corner and punches them in the face. Down they go, crying and bleeding and now doubting their salvation. My friend, yes, I have seen this. Too many times. I suppose that is one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be around after 47 years of salvation. And not just saved, but rather preaching and ministering and now building a new missionary church up here in Boulder, Colorado. I'm excited. At 67 years of age, you bet I'm excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's take another look at our scripture. It's in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. And I'll read it again. It's in the King James Bible. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Wow. You know, I was just looking at the previous scriptures, and I was wowed by the depth of this topic. So now, I'm not sure if we'll be able to continue the entire topic in this letter or this episode. Maybe the Spirit will let us do another letter and another show, another episode with these scriptures. Because it's just too much to cover in one letter or one show. It looks like the Apostle Paul started this topic around verse 22. Yes, I see that there is a paragraph symbol above this. However, this is not what you know I want to use here. Because we are focused on the seed titled... Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. And in this seed is the idea of conversation. Conversation. It's just like Paul is discussing in this letter into the Ephesians. Amen? Yeah. You following? Therefore, this entire topic is based in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 all the way to verse 31 in the King James. Now, This is one huge chunk of scriptures, too big for one letter. Uh, Let's go to the key idea of what it takes to grieve the Holy Spirit, though, the Spirit of God. Looking at Ephesians 4, 22 to 31, can you see that conversation may be the key topic of what causes grieving? I'm going to take a sidebar just for a second. If you go back to your Bible and you flip open to the book of Ephesians, and you go over to chapter 4, and you start reading from 22, 23, 24, go all the way down to 31. And as you're reading that, start looking at the words communicate, conversation, words, talking, things like that. And you'll get an idea of what 
the Holy Ghost is talking about when he comes, when he says the words of grieving, grieving him, what grieves him the most. And that is our conversation. So that's a little sidebar there. We'll go back to our letter now. So looking at Ephesians 4:22 to 31, can you see that conversation may be the key topic of what causes grieving? Think just for a moment of how we speak and communicate to each other. What we say does things in the other person, right? Think about this for a moment, and we'll go on. While I scroll down the letter, try and get to the next paragraph. <laughs> Praise God. You know, when we speak, we act. We do something. When we speak, words come out of our mouth. These words are like seed. Think about the sword of the Spirit. The sword. This sword. The sword. S-W-O-R-D. Sword. Which is the Word of God. Comes out of our mouth. It is not held in our hand. Do you get it? What is in our hands is not what grieves the Spirit of God. What comes out of our mouth is what grieves the Spirit of God. Why would that be? Well, think about this. Our words create. Our words make things happen. Our words give life. Our words give death. Our words give love. Our words give hate. Our words. Yes, it is our words. Our words grieve the Holy Spirit. Now, another sidebar here. I didn't put it in my letter, but I'm just going to clarify it here. Is you might be thinking, well, does love, the words of love, grieve the Holy Spirit? Now, think about it for a moment. Think about what I'm trying to say here. Think about what the Holy Ghost is talking about. We're talking about words that are coming out of our mouth. How many times have you said to someone, I love you, but you absolutely did not mean it at all? It was a phony, fake lie, but it was wrapped up in the word, I love you, and you didn't mean it at all. See, it's not just the word love. It's the spirit of the word. Amen. That's a little sidebar. I kind of wish I would have put that in my letter, but, uh, you know, I guess that's the benefit of these shows. You can, I can add to the letter without typing anything in. <laughs> All right. So we'll get back to our letter. Yes, it is our words. Our words grieve the Holy Ghost. My friend, please take some time today to read and study and search the section of Scripture. Start at um, Ephesians 4.22. Then very slowly and deliberately go on down through the Scriptures to Ephesians 4.31. In this passage of Scripture, you will see something that you have never seen before. This will be the first time. Will you actually do this? Will you actually do this? The Holy Ghost would not have me put this here in this Sunday prayer letter if he thought this is not to be very important. Consider this. If you don't study this passage of Holy Scripture, the Word of Truth, then what would you now do with your time? My friend, here is where the Spirit of God will take over from this letter and begin ministering to you. I too will do likewise. After I'm finished, the editing and the podcast of this letter, I too will spend some precious time 
with the Holy Ghost in this certain passage, Ephesians 4, 22 through 31. In the King James Bible, not any other Bible. This is important. You want only that pure, preserved, holy truth of God to be seeded into your spirit. This will produce faith. This will produce faith. So, in the letter here, I go into another section, and I'll just kind of walk on through it on the podcast here. This is kind of new for me, and I'm just kind of prefacing this because I don't ever do this, but in the last several months, the Holy Spirit has been kind of working with me to start teaching on a topic, and every time I teach, I'm to include this topic. Every time I preach, I'm to include this topic. Every time I minister, I'm to include this topic. And it's a topic that I have shunned away from greatly because of my past in the ministry. And the past in the ministry, I'm referring to the, I don't know how many of you listening remember the prosperity gospel back in the 80s. I was very heavily involved in the prosperity gospel, and I completely turned my back on the prosperity scriptures and the kingdom principles regarding prosperity. But the Holy Ghost is bringing this back into my life in a little bit of a different way. So I'm just going to start right back into my letter, and we'll use this letter as our script for the rest of this show. Now, right here, I'm going to go into a small section of Scripture. No church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving. And that's per Philippians 4.15. That's Philippians 4.15, the King James. Philippians 4.10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Having opportunity to give, and to sow seed is a huge blessing from God. It is very wise to never ever pass up an opportunity to give. This is what way too many Christians do every day. Therefore, from today forward, never pass an opportunity to give. Philippians 4.14 Notwithstanding, ye have well done, that ye did communicate with me, with my affliction. Ye did communicate with me, uh, with my affliction. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to scroll down here while I read this letter, and sometimes the, the thing sticks on me for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I'm a little nervous. I'm not sure. But Philippians 4.14, Notwithstanding, ye have well done, that ye did communicate with my affliction. Here we see that the Holy Ghost is using the word communicate. This is very similar to what we were previously talking about. Communication is not just words. It is also our actions. We do well in our actions. In this way, we grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Philippians 4.15 Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Once again, the Holy Ghost is using a word to describe communication. 
how we act, how we talk, how we do many things in our life is all a form of communication. Is our communication grieving the Holy Spirit of God? Philippians 4.17 Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. The Holy Ghost is not desiring a gift for himself. God doesn't need our gifts. God already owns it all. Psalm 24. God is concerned and cares for each of us and our accounts in heaven. Because a day will come that the books will be opened. Will you have something written by your name? Philippians 4.19 But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God will even supply us the seed to sow. God will provide the funds, the money, the tools, the gifts, the food, the fellowship, the love, and actually, God will supply absolutely everything. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I place this scripture out of order because we all need to think for some time on what this word actually says to us. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Yes, you can. And when you are doing all things, pay strict attention to your words, your communication. Now back to the letter and the ending of our letter. That's where I end it, and I'm going to go back. As I, in this podcast, I'm going to continue the letter, but I'm going to, I'm just wanted to say that there because the letter kind of continues in a little different format. But uh, because we are using this Sunday prayer letter for the scripts for our podcast here, so there you go, my friend. This is what the Holy Ghost wanted to say in this letter. More is found in your searching of the Holy Scriptures. God wants you to be one of His holy saints. Once again. Ephesians 4.30 And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. And it's signed, Communicating the Love of Christ, and my initials, J.C. Below my initials, I have three scriptures on the letter, Matthew 5.37 But let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. 1 Timothy 6.18, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Hebrews 13.16, but to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Amen and amen. All right, there you go, my folks, my friends, my buddies, my pals, my partners, my guys out in the street who see me every day with my big old Jesus sign, my big old banner. This is my Sunday prayer letter, and it's written Saturday, February 13th, 2021 at 5.32 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, and missionary. God bless you, my dear friends. I pray that God will just be with you every step and put the words in your mouth that will communicate His love. Love for you, love for your fellow man, and love for Christ. I love you, man. God bless you and take care. Adios.